Hello, welcome to the 500 Greatest Films podcast. I'm your host, Hector Navarro. With me is my co-host, who's sitting right across from me, Keller Knobloch. Say hi, Keller. Hello. And we have maybe the most special episode yet. It is. It is. How special have they been, though? None at all. No. None, none percent. It was the one where we didn't wear pants. That was special. That was pretty special, yeah. Uh, Very special episode today because we have our very first ever guest. The whole premise of this podcast was to have guests on... But Keller and I needed a month to work out the kinks. Make sure we knew what we were doing, sure and we, we didn't. No, we did not. So we needed that month. But we have a very special guest on with us today to talk about number 496 on the list, Superman Returns. Our guest is a Los Angeles-based broadcaster. You know her from Collider. You know her from Hyper RPG. You've seen her on Screen Junkies. Emma Fife is here. I am. I'm sitting in your kitchen mm-hmm. in front of a microphone. There's some sort of game mat happening in front of me. Yeah. And, you know, I wouldn't Dang have it. it any other way. I was hoping you weren't going to mention the game mat, but oh, there it is. Yeah, I told there you it you is. should flip it over. Yeah. <laughs> you did. I was Listen, like, oh, but I, I feel like the, you know, <laughs> this, this is fine for a little sound dampening instead of, you know, a rug or a, um, a tablecloth, yeah. which would normally go on a table. But, you know, this works too. Yeah, we don't have that. Yeah, um, it's good. <laughs> we have, whenever we need practical things, Mm-hmm. I have to use my nerdy things in this apartment. Keller's like, do you have a doorstop? I'm like, no, but I have a statue, a comic book st- character statue. Right. And he's like, all the right, that'll Spider-Man work. one yeah, adjacent yeah, to us? That's right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Emma, thank you. More impressively than you doing all the stuff I mentioned, which is very impressive. Sitting through this movie? Is sitting through this movie. <laughs> you sat through Superman Returns. Yeah. To comment up. So, so I little, sure did. Little background, little background on this. Keller has in front of him a magazine. This is from 2008, and it is an Empire magazine, and I love Empire. They're a British uh, film magazine, and in 2008, they put this list together. They polled 10,000 readers and producers and directors and a bunch of different people, like 50 film critics and a couple, I don't know how many dozens of Hollywood, like people who work in the industry, but it it doesn't matter. But the point is, I I feel like the reason Superman returns, maybe I'm wrong. Is that they did poll 10,000 readers of the magazine and film fans. Right. It wasn't and necessarily film critics. For, no. I'm, look, for I'm sure a lot of them, because the number one movie of all time is The Godfather, and you know, it, that's, that makes sense. But Fight Superman. Club's in the top 10. It is. And it also kind of makes sense the way that it just, again, it makes you just think about. What is the audience of this magazine? Mm-hmm. What is the what is the, what are the type of what is the demographic? What are British the demographic dudes. of the people that like write for this magazine? So yeah, Fight Club. Yeah, that makes sense. That David yeah. Fincher's Fight Club is in the top ten. Um, but Superman Returns is number four hundred and ninety six. It just barely beat yeah. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Wait, this beat Crouching I mean, Tiger, it's, Hidden it's, Dragon? It's, again, yes. if you go in order, do you want to hear what we've got done so far? Five hundred. <laughs> yeah. Ocean's Eleven. Which I, Wait, uh, I Ocean's Eleven is better, is than, better than, Ocean's than this. 11. Ocean's I, Eleven yes, is better than this. I agree. This. Uh, I agree. Saw. Okay. Four ninety nine. Yeah, this first one's fine. Four ninety eight is Back to the Future Part Two. I'm sorry. What? Yeah. That is. A, I, I'm. Uh-huh. Do, I'm leaving. I'm done. This <laughs> is no. Back to the Future Part it's the Two list is that did it. We much didn't. better yeah. than this. <laughs> no, I know it's not you. What the hell, Empire Magazine? Get your shit together. But have you seen oh, Back shit. to the Future Ten Part Two ago, recently? I have. It is it better than Superman? It's better Returns. than. It's I'll better than this. It I is. mean, let's put it this way. Even if it's not a better film, it is a more enjoyable film than this. Yeah. It oh, is. Man. What's yes. after Back to the Future Part Two? Yeah, Crouching Tiger. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and then which brings us to now. Here we are. First of all. We got to get this out of the way too, Keller. Yeah, hit us with that British guy <sighs> reading the little blurb 
Yes. For Superman Returns. I'm you guys ready. have to boo in the appropriate places. Okay. Though. No, it's... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, we, uh, you'll know when. You'll okay. know when. Here we go. 496 <laughs> Superman Returns 2006 Director Brian Singer. Boo! Boo! Nice, Emma. We didn't have to... That's great. Great. Good. Good. <laughs> It may have been a slighter return than some people had hoped for, but Singer's vision of the Man of Steel is an heroic effort. Plenty of spectacle and a lot of heart helps Kal-El soar. Oh, boy. Um, Listen, I have uh, to admit that I was pretty checked out from this film the moment I walked into it because... Back, had, back in 2006 or when no, you rewatched no, it? No, no, when I rewatched it. Sure. Uh, because I had forgotten that Brian Singer directed it. Sure. And as soon <laughs> as I saw his damn name when I was setting up to watch the movie, oh, I was and, like... and you can't forget that Kevin Spacey plays Lex no, Luthor. No, you Boo, can't. Kevin Spacey. You can't. There, <sighs> and is, there's, uh, I mean, and there are other people who uh, Brett Ratner has... Uh, or, uh, or well, Brett Ratner being one of them hey, who Brian go, Singer has worked with. I mean, let's just go for it. There's the just lip. so many freaking people who are <laughs> like involved in this movie and in Brian Singer's life that mm-hmm. I, I just loathe and despise. And I was also one of those people who always felt I was in a minority in that I didn't like the Brian Singer X Men films. Sure, I also sure I, I don't think, care for and them. I, and I think no. that um, I think the people that do like them, I get it. Sure. I get why, and I think the people that don't like them are also kind of numerous, and especially where we are with that genre of movie today. Right. You, they really, they're so dated, and it's mm-hmm. so interesting. I mean, for this particular movie, for Superman Returns, we're counting it as a sequel technically. Our sure. rule is that Keller and I have to watch the movies leading up to it, so we rewatched Superman the movie and Superman 2. Right. And I then both cuts. Keller watched the Richard Donner cut on oh. top of that. At work today. To like, what else am I doing? To like compare. <laughs> Other than work. Right. And, and then Keller also watched Man of Steel just for the fun of it. Yeah, why not? Yeah. But, just um, to get the whole spectrum. But like Superman, the movie, that first movie is so, there are elements of it, and I feel like most of it is so classic. Oh, yeah. That it endures even though it is not a modern film. Some of it looks amazing. It still does. It's absolutely true. No, yeah, the Richard Donner uh, Superman just really does hold up because as you say, they took very much, with that film, I felt like they were making a film that yes. happened to yes. be about Superman. Instead of they making weren't tr- a comic book movie. Yes, they weren't trying to yeah. make a flashy comic book movie. They're mm-hmm. like, well, we know how to make movies. People seem to like Superman. Brando. We got to make this. Yeah, yeah. let's go. Legit. Let's then, do this. You cut to superhero movies from the early 2000s. Uh, I, don't, yeah. I don't count Blade, because even though it was the first, to me it's more of a rated R action movie. Okay. It happens to... Oh, that's technically from a comic book. It's a comic like, book, yeah. I, I, I don't think know. of it as a superhero no. film. I think of it as a comic book movie, sure. for sure. But that's the so, like the source of it, in yeah. the same way that The Godfather is like a book movie. Sure, like, sure. Okay, it came from a book. Because I pitched Blade back in the day to my dad. It's like, no, it's not. It's not. It's cool. You, please take me to see it. And he took me to see it. <laughs> but like, I count the first X-Men, Brian Singer, yeah. in cool 2000. Either. Yeah, what's cooler than Blade? It's called Blade. And his nickname is The Daywalker. That's the coolest <laughs> names like, Ever. only yeah. thing cooler, Nightwalker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, Afternoon Walker, not so yeah. much. No yeah, that's... Uh, Twilight that's Walker. Sad. That's real sad. But, like, that early generation of superhero movies from the 2000s, X-Men, Spider-Man 1 and 2, the yeah, great um, movies, yeah. but elements of Spider-Man 1 and 2, I find, are pretty dated. 
When, mm-hmm. c- again, compared to where we are today, sure, especially something Toby like Maguire. Superman Returns, oh. the Fantastic oh, Four Toby movies. Yeah, Toby. Oh, the it's Fantastic Toby. Four He's movies. The fanta- <laughs> like, dare, like Ben Affleck's Daredevil, oh. Elektra, Catwoman. Do you remember these? This, I, this was the I superhero. Do. This is making me cringe. This was a superhero landscape. Right, and this is why everybody thinks that those Brian Singer X-Men movies are so good, because by comparison, they are. Yes. Damn it. And it also, I think, is why I kind of, I really had. liked Superman Returns when it came out because it was 2006. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. the thing where like, I love this character. What else did we have? This was it. This was a modern yeah. day Superman. And I was also frustrated when the movie came out that people complained that he didn't punch enough stuff, which I don't like that complaint. Now, there's yeah. the, the complaint that the movie's boring is so valid because the movie is boring. <laughs> it's real yes. boring. But I don't think that the answer is necessarily, especially with a character like Superman, for him to punch stuff. So when you watch Man of Steel right after Returns, it very much feels like a kind of like an antithesis to Superman Returns where like... Where Zack Snyder saw Superman 2 and went, I can remake this better. I can yeah. do this action better, which he did. Yeah. And then, you know, whatever the notes, wherever they were coming from for Superman Returns, were like, it's too slow. It's too boring. He doesn't fight anybody. Lex Luthor's not a good enough villain. He needs to be able to punch somebody. They went all in on that with yeah. Man of Steel. And I feel like, to me, the perfect Superman movie is somewhere right in the middle. He I, saves the, a bunch of, of the, people and has I to beat the shit out of people. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, but saves people. Yes. That's he the thing to, is that it, it, it didn't... It doesn't bother me that he doesn't punch enough stuff, but mm-hmm. I do agree with the criticism that Lex Luthor in this film is not a particularly compelling I'll give villain. You that. I will say this. I like Spacey's performance, boo Kevin Spacey. I have a, boo, yeah, Spacey. I have a really hard time watching him now. So sure. I, I sure. and so I'm saying that in my rewatch of this, mm-hmm. which I rewatched yeah. earlier today. Thank you again. Thank you again. Definitely. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> Three sort of, hours of your it's, yeah, it's a, it's a <laughs> long day. Two yeah. hours and 49 it's minutes. It's a long movie. It did uh, not need to be that long. No, it didn't. But I, I feel spacey. like, though, that that impeded my ability to care about Lex yeah. Luthor's storyline yeah. at all. And not just that, but like, the, the Keller and I were talking about it as we were watching it. Like, they're just doing the same story mm-hmm. that he had in the first movie where, he, yeah. where he, all he cares about is land. Yeah. And it's such a bummer because elements of that version of the character are closer to the comics, certainly. He's bald all the way throughout. He is this manipulative, charismatic, like there's sure. there's elements where he's this very powerful guy, but it really is just Gene Hackman's Lex Luthor that they're doing again. And mm-hmm. I'm like- That's what a, a straight up comic book character. Uh, yes. Yeah. But what Lex Luthor can be, he can be- more he can you know there's different right. versions I mean, of him which he can is, be the businessman he can sure. do all these different things which is why going into Batman v Superman yeah. I was excited about Jesse Eisenberg sure. playing Lex Luthor great I actor. was like he's a great actor I loved him in the Facebook movie he should have just been that the Facebook yeah. movie. you know yeah the social network you know you yeah. know what I'm talking about the Facebook you guys know what the Facebook know. movie is <laughs> yeah but I instead he ended up in some weird caricature kind of place instead of just being mm. sort of a tech mogul, which is what I thought he should have been and what I wanted him to be. I think that here's my pitch for Lex Luthor. I think that Lex Luthor is the best Superman villain. And you think he's the perfect Superman villain because he does have that intellectual side because yeah. he has power and he's powerful and Superman can't touch him. I will go that, to my grave saying that Michael Rosenbaum I was is the best. I was literally just about to say All that. Right. And I think that that is what Fair is so enough. compelling about that relationship in Smallville is the <laughs> fact that they so are friends. Oh my God, opinion. Keller, we are on the same page. Michael Rosenbaum, best yeah. Lex Luthor, yeah. the end. Bring Keller him asked, back. Keller asked me, he's like, who do you think is the best Lex Luthor? And I was like, I'm like, I like elements of Spacey, especially the look. I like, you know, uh, I don't know. I liked elements of even Hackman's 
performance in the first two movies. Yeah. Um, you know, some of that, some of that evil, that evil line in that first movie where it's like, is this how you get your kicks, Luther? Like by planning the death of millions of innocents? No, by causing the death. Like that little moment, I'm like, oh, give me more of that. But Keller was like, no, it's it's Smallville. Yeah. Rosenbaum is the best Lex Luthor. He's the most grounded Lex because, Luthor, also mm-hmm. because you care about him. Yes, because they, they put in the work. And yes, it took a couple seasons or whatever, and it's unfair because it's a TV show, but they put it, you give I, a shit about him and his father. I was just Understand. having a conversation uh, with Clark Wolf about this in regards to horror films mm-hmm. and how all these people complain, no, oh, these horror movies are so bad, they're not scary. And we're like, they're not scary because they haven't made you care about any of the characters, mm-hmm. so you don't give a fuck if they die or not. Why is Can Jurassic I curse Park on this podcast? Fucking Great. Yeah, you <laughs> Why is Jurassic Park so scary? Because you care about the characters. Because they're putting children yes. in peril, and you care about those kids. Yes. <laughs> and then you're pumped when the banker dies. Yeah. Is yeah. that what he is? Yeah, the lawyer. lawyer. Whatever he yeah. pumped when the lawyer dies. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, man, I just want Dr. Grant to save everybody because freaking Sam Neill. Like, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. great. And in this movie, I just want there to be a Superman movie. And I was lucky enough to be on Clark Wolf's podcast oh. and we were having this conversation about Superman and she agreed. It's just like, I, I want there to be a, a, a story told in a movie because I feel like I get a lot of it in comics and I especially get it in animation where like you care about Clark Kent and in Smallville, you care about Clark because you spend time with him and yeah. you get to see his his personality, his point of view. In the first Superman movie, he's allowed to make jokes. Yeah. The robber hits him in the head with a crowbar and then he goes, bad vibrations? Like these jokes... That he's that he's allowed to make so you like him. Sure. And some of them are cheesy, but he's like a dad. He's everyone's dad. Yeah. And I, then in Superman Returns, they didn't let Brandon Ralph have any personality no, as Clark or, or Superman. As Superman. Because he just he's has just no personality statue. at all. He's this statuesque Christ like figure. And I really Ugh. enjoy him on Legends of Tomorrow. He like, is he's, so likable. He's, he's, he's very a, he can be very Yes, good. he's a very charismatic, yeah. very likable actor. I actually think he was a fantastic choice for this role, but sure. they didn't let him do anything. Exactly. They were I think they were too precious. I mean, that's the whole point of this whole fucking movie to begin with, is that is that they were way too Let's precious. Let's just talk about how fucking bonkers that this movie exists. It's like, this is the yeah. best example of a, wow, what a bad idea going in. Yeah. Like, why do it? And they finished the movie and it came out because, and Kat Keller was asking me, how did they do it? And I go, here's, here's, well, here's what happened. Christopher Nolan said, I want to do Batman, but I want to do it serious. And I can do it under this budget and it'll be kind of like an indie movie. And, you know, I can get these actors and- right. Warner Brothers said, great, superhero movies are kind of coming back. We want to redo Let's Batman. Do it. Let's do it. Um, and I'm sure since then, no, the story goes since the 90s, they've been trying to bring back Superman. Tim Burton almost, almost did it. I know. With, with, with Nicolas Nick Cage. Cage. I don't know <laughs> what. I don't know what been. they were thinking. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I would just love. I don't know. But you know what? Like, like John Schnepp always yeah. says, like if that movie had come out, they still would have done another Superman eventually. Of course they would have. And it would have just been this weird one-off Tim Burton we at least could have seen Brainiac in a movie. We at least would have had some yeah. creative looking. Was he going to be in it? Yeah, he's going to be like the bad guy. Damn it! So, like, a part of me is like, I kind of did. I do. Oh, wish I that wanted they to have happened. You know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, the, the <laughs> pictures of Cage in the Superman uh, costume alone—that's that yeah. enough. Goodness. But like, I think in the '90s to the 2000s, I feel that that whoever was in charge then didn't look at Superman as a immortal comic book character and that world they looked at it as well we made four movies and two of them worked and two of them didn't you know this is a series of movies that we've made we don't understand this property like the potential of opening up this world Mm -hmm. they ignore 
two entire movies yeah, three 30 years later. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Still just, so, so the pitch was, well, Brian Singer's been crushing it with the X-Men. Uh, crushing we wanna, it. Yeah. We'll, again, it's the early 2000s. So yeah, he like X-Men 2 came out and everyone's yeah. like, this is the best so far. Damn. We love this movie. I mean, so, that is probably my favorite happened. of the X-Men yeah. movies, too. And he's crushing it, and, and, and somehow he probably gets a meeting uh, with Warner Brothers or Legendary or whatever, and they were like, well, we have Superman. Do you have a pitch? And he goes, yeah, here's what I would do. Because I love the Richard Donner movie so much, I wouldn't even try to reboot it. Just do a sequel to that. He's treating this the way Lucasfilm is treating original Star Wars today. The right. difference is, is that Star Wars is from another world. Yeah. And they are... They and they are, aged the characters. They, aged the they characters. They, All of the characters from and the original trilogy are now the age that they Lucasfilm, are yeah. 20 years, 30 they, years later. They looked at those movies and yeah. they didn't go, the best part of Star Wars is the story of Luke, so let's reboot it, retell it, recast it, and we'll do A New nah. Hope again. They went, the world is already yeah. so good, Yeah, we'll just keep adding on stories that, to the I, end of that it. That was why I, initially watching this movie, uh, or re-watching it really, I was so confused because I was like, wait... That's still Marlon Brando. Like we're still. It's a five-year sequel, but we're in the f- yeah. current day. Yeah, Dude, whatever. Two thousand six. So and like, they're, they're trying to maintain the integrity of like, well, Superman Christopher Reeve had blue eyes, so let's give Brandon Routh some contacts that don't ever look good. Never. But all of a sudden, Lois Lane, because Kate Bosworth has two different colored eyes in real life, she just has a blue and a brown eye. It's like, well, are you trying to keep the Margot Kidder? Lois Brown, like, what do you keep? What do you? How are you choosing what to keep? Yeah. And the problem is, is that you invite comparison because you're inviting comparison. You're going, this is part three, but don't think about how charismatic and and good looking and and handsome and charming Christopher Reeve is. Think about Brandon, and it's like, well, you you're showing me Brandon. Brandon. Was supposed to look was, exactly yeah. like Christopher. Reeve. And I and I also and they yeah they did they doing they, an impression they, of Christopher Reeve. Yeah, no, and I, I mean they did. They styled him to look exactly like mm-hmm. Christopher Reeve, and and also. Watching it, I was so, I mean, I wasn't confused about the time period it was supposed to take place in, but I also was because of that whole- Art deco. Yeah, because they're really trying to just make it a third movie, despite the fact that a third and fourth movie already exist, and they're just ignoring them. It's insane. It's like Lois is always walking around in a- a skirt, like something you would have seen in the old films. And I'm like, yeah. she, but, but she wouldn't dress like that in 2006. Lois Lane is, the, she is so dumb. Oh, and worst, she is the worst, worst character, character in this movie. In this movie. Really, she really is someone was. who is stripped of all of her authority. She's stripped of everything mm-hmm. that makes Lois Lane interesting. And now she's just a mom. I don't yeah. think. And, and, and I, she's and, a, Pulitzer Prize winning journalist. Yeah, they who, mentioned that multiple times. But it means nothing. It means apparently. nothing. No, it's more important that she had Superman's baby. It's, like, what the? And I, let me defend the baby for a second because I am. That's a cute kid. That's a first real of cute all, kid. super real cute, cute kid. kid. We looked up what he looks like today. We're just going to move super on. Super cute kid. The super cute kid. <laughs> oh. But like, I thought he did a great job. But I'll defend the the, the idea of the kid for a second because I am currently reading comics published by DC mm-hmm. currently mm-hmm. where Superman is married to Lois Lane sure. and they have a kid. Great. He names his son Jonathan after his dad. Wonderful. And the stories are actually so good. Yeah. So the idea of Superman having a kid Listen, and making him a dad, uh, I'm bored. I was a I was a big watcher of Lois and Clark New Adventures of yeah. Superman. They got married on that yeah. show. I was down with Absolutely. whatever life they were going to have together. The problem is is they that didn't put in the work. They didn't put in the work. No. The problem is is that they what, this whole movie just should have been just a straight reboot. Mm-hmm. Don't use Brando's face. Just do a straight reboot. Some new sort of mm-hmm. production design, and you still have Spacey. You still right. have Brandon Routh, the whole cast. Sure. And then you do a sequel where he continues to be Superman. 
And then yeah. in the third one, I'm pregnant. Let's have a kid. Right. Well, but they tried to skip to part they did. three. They, by they tried using, to skip by to cheating part three. Using the first two. And I, I do appreciate because it's kind of like you look at something they like stole Richard Donner's work. Yeah, I mean there is that, but yeah. but you also you look at something like a Spider-Man Homecoming, and I think that we all were relieved that we didn't get Peter Parker's origin story yes. again. Sure. So that was sure. I, I did appreciate. I do appreciate that. The they're trying to origin, skip to it. that they're trying to skip the origin. But story. also, they but sprinkle that in. Yes, why, why exactly, do that? exactly. Why do we see it's young Clark stupid. in Smallville? Yeah. running. What, we just, don't need to just because they needed to show off. Like we've got a bigger budget than Smallville, which is also currently airing. running. Yeah. Also, let's talk about the text at the beginning that makes zero sense, dude. With anything yeah. that we've seen, he decided to leave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keller turned to me. He goes, "Wait, did that happen in Superman three or four? I was like, uh-uh. "No, no." It ha- it like they're only counting the first two movies, and then they make they shit up. They make up, up an event. There, that's so, the thing is that there is this whole well, series of events that happened yeah. in between. These two movies that you don't see. What'd you say about they actually did spend money on? They they did they actually did, like shot the Return to Krypton sequence. Oh okay, cost ten million dollars and they cut it out of the movie. And here's a crazy thing: the movie's still two hours and forty nine minutes long. Yeah, we looking it up, I feel like the Return to train set Krypton fall to pieces <laughs> sequence might be more interesting than like most everything. Lois is not husband, mm-hmm. even though I love James Marsden. He's and, great, and I like doesn't get anything either. Though he doesn't get to do anything, and I and and I liked that. I do appreciate again that he is not a horrible person. Yeah, that he's a he good is dude. a good dude. Mm-hmm. But, but that's where it. Do you go from there, nowhere. It just makes Superman look like an asshole because yeah. he is an asshole in this movie. Yeah. It Superman makes a super Lois creep Lane in this movie. <laughs> look like an asshole. He's a super creep. Yeah, Superman's a super creep. It, it's just the worst. Everything also, is the worst. It's just really like she had Superman's baby, but I was confused as to whether or not she knew that Clark was Superman. Like is, that was not made particularly clear. Apparently, that is a good point. <laughs> I don't think she does. You know, no, she because still does it. Here's the thing at the end of Superman 2, whichever version you watch, Superman either goes back in time and makes it so that like none mm-hmm. of the events of the movie happened, mm-hmm. but somehow they still slept together. Or maybe him and Lois Lane, but just Lois Lane, but not Clark, still sleep together at some point in the future, in between two and now. Listen, and it, I, I it, would you know, buy that, but right. it still bothers me that she doesn't know that Superman the, is Clark The Ken. other version is Superman uses a she super kiss. She is a kiss. journalist. She doesn't she, know. Uh, yeah. uh, God. <laughs> it's really bad. That's what you, yep. you said you like that well, about Man and then, of Steel. And That's that my thing, favorite thing about Man of Steel, is that the first thing that they tried to like address right so like, finds out immediately exactly immediately and just keeps it a secret because she's a good person yeah and i'm like that's so interesting she's not an idiot so uh, so on that. top of <laughs> lois losing everything that's interesting about her they mm-hmm. also made her so dumb that she doesn't know who superman is and yet she had his baby like that look, just really bothers look, me. Look, it's look. terrible the way that superman Kind of in the first two movies, even mm-hmm. like the way that Superman, not Clark Kent, but like the character mm-hmm. treats Lois is still kind of pretty shitty too. Like, yeah, I uses, don't disagree. Right? He uses his X-ray yeah. vision and you know, kind of flirt and st- but it's still like, uh, like takes her to the Fortress of Solitude and it's just kind of weird. And um, but this is 2006. Yes, yeah, do is. better. You don't uh, get a pass on that in no. 2006. Uh, no, you don't. But like the way that he treated her could have led to her becoming pregnant and not knowing that. It was from Superman, but then like she gets with uh, Richard very soon after. So, so she, so she thinks that, like she's pregnant from you know she's pregnant from from his kid or whatever. But right. like, um, so I I could kind of buy that. But here's what I do not. I'm not going to let this slide. She takes her kid to mm-hmm. go investigate 
That yeah, crying, why like, did she take her kid boat. with her? Because she's real dumb. Because uh, it's, that was a bad call. Well, I remember, because again, I was sort of multitasking while I was watching this. And I remember mm, I like looked down you. and I looked back up and she's walking through this boat, right? They're mm-hmm. on a boat yeah, with her kid. Boat. And I got so confused. I thought, oh, they must have been going to do something else. Because there's no way she would have brought her <laughs> kid with her to investigate Pulitzer, Lex Luthor. Pulitzer Prize with no. Yeah. No. no. Yeah, right? Dangerous no. yacht. Uh, yeah. <laughs> dangerous yacht. I also, every single time that James Marsden said the word seaplane, all I could think about was the Waterworld show at Universal. <laughs> all I could think about. Which is amazing. It's right. really good. Well, it's be better fair, than this movie. So you should it definitely is. go to the Waterworld show at Universal. I would watch that for two hours and 49 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how long? is that that show it's about like 20 minutes would you watch it back to back to back to back to back yes. over superman Ret- i was like dude there's episodes of smallville that are better than all of superman returns uh-huh. true and yeah. that's a bummer because superman returns was expensive to make yeah it's just such a uh, squandered opportunity a lot of squandered opportunities. it really is and they were planning to make a sequel but i guess the movie didn't make enough money internationally worldwide for them to like yeah. continue i mean I, I just remember Watching it and thinking Christopher Nolan had the right idea because he grounded Batman and his movie is trying to be like an indie movie. Yeah. Well, and I, I, rem- it, it, I remember to too, uh, you know, going to see Batman Begins and ultimately enjoying the film. But I was a little confused from the point of view that up to that point with Batman, it seemed very much like all of these movies were kind of taking place in the same continuity in the way that like James Bond films all take place oh, in the same continuity, that, the so fact to speak. It was a hard reset. Yeah, yeah. The fact that it was a hard reset was very confusing to me. And mm. at first I didn't like it because now that's the norm. I was like, I just I it's all I already I already like, know oh, how Batman became Batman. I don't care. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a weird like frame of frame of thinking where where studios who again whoever makes those decisions believe because when people called out sony on like you're going to reboot spider-man again mm-hmm. with andrew garfield they were like well think about it it's it, when the movie comes out it'll be 2012 it'll be 10 years since the first spider-man movie Jeez. there will be little kids today who haven't gone and seen a spider-man film in theaters and that's like that's admirable but it's also kind of like yeah but you I can't guess, but not everybody's a 5-year-old kid who was born 5 years ago and they're like I can't wait to go see my first Spider-Man movie. Yeah. I haven't seen any of the other ones. Like yeah. no, everything is at our fingertips. We can yeah. just download and, like And I think too just kind of circling back to what you were saying earlier Hector about Star Wars is the reason that it works is because they went the most interesting thing about this is the universe. Mm-hmm. It's yes. not the story of Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. And for for the for better or worse, I think for better, the most interesting thing for me about Superman the movie, the original, is not the world, is mm-hmm. not the movie itself. It's I'm sorry. Reeve. It's Christopher Reeve. It's Superman. Yeah, it's no, that he's character. Great. It's that character and it's that heart. And the proof is Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot. Yeah. Patty Jenkins basically paid homage to that mm-hmm. in their own way with that little scene. But basically the heart of Wonder Woman is similar. Is her. Like, is a ho- yeah. super heroic character who's like a good person. That was That's what Clark was. They looked at that movie and Brian Singer, because it was so precious to him, he wasn't like um, – he was like – he goes, oh, you can't even top that. So why – don't even try. Right. And that pisses me off because it's like yeah. you guys had an entire 20 years of trying to do it again – after yeah. we lost Christopher Reeve, like the like one of the yeah. best things to ever come out of Hollywood. He was such a good dude and and such a tragic story. But yeah. like he, you know, when he appeared on Smallville, like I'm crying oh, watching. It. Like it's so yeah. good when that he shows so up, cool mm-hmm. so good. But instead of trying to 
Like instead of trying to honor what he was about and how, how, how seriously he treated that character and that responsibility by like doing it again, they're like, oh, we can't even, there's no yeah, point. It's I, like, no, I it's agree not that with precious. You. No, it's not. It's a superhero who superheroes are supposed to be. The whole world is not magical. And those first two Donner movies, they make up magic. They, they, they kind of give Superman some yeah, magic shit. Yeah. And at least at now this he's one changed clothes. Yeah. He, like when he's flying down the elevator shaft, he does rip his clothes off. He doesn't just like transform. He doesn't like <laughs> yeah. Wonder Woman like spin. Magical girl transform yeah, back into Clark Kent. Which is fine, but that's not the world. The world of superheroes is supposed to be, it's our world. History was the same up to the point where, but an alien landed in Kansas. That's it. Yeah. Or, oh, this kid got bit by a spider. That's sure. a, It's supposed to be our world. So like, it's not about the preciousness of the movie. It's, can you do it again? Yeah. They haven't done it yet. With Superman? They haven't yeah, made I a completely Superman agree. Movie yet. Not, yeah, not, not, yet. The, not the way that people who love comics kind of know him from. Even with Batman Begins in the Dark Knight, I remember getting pissed that Christopher Nolan would say, well, I'm never doing Robin. Because I'm like, that's a whole big part of the fucking thing, man. And if anybody could do it, it's going to be you. Treat it seriously. Yeah. It's going to be you. That's a whole big part of the thing. I, I knew watching those movies, these are going to be great, but we're never going to see Mr. Freeze. We're never going to see Clayface. We're yeah. never going to see Killer Croc. We're never going to mm-hmm. see Bane. We're never going to see Poison Ivy. Well, we saw and Bane, I but like not the that's Bane that I, part yeah, of the reason why I, I'm also a little meh about the Christopher Nolan Batman films is because I like that rogues gallery from Batman so, so much. And I knew that those villains were too silly for him or, or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. For me, the mm-hmm. ultimate Batman is animated series and I don't oh. need any more Batman than that. So and the, same, the same with Superman. <laughs> yeah. Superman, the animated series. It's great. It was great. Yeah. It had a whole, the whole first episode was Krypton. Yeah. Jor-El running around being a badass. And then episode two was Smallville. And then episode three yeah. was he catches a plane, you know, and, and, and like Superman messes up and the plane keeps flying. He goes, nice one, Clark, like to himself. And right. then he goes and gets it. I'm like, that's Superman. Yeah. yeah. He, he'll talk to himself and he calls himself Clark. He's yep. not this weird sort of Christ-like yeah. figure. Who- I, I think that, that that was definitely a lot of the problem with, again, with the way that they portrayed Superman in this film is so that wooden. he was, yeah, it's and, and it's because, again, he was lacking any personality as Clark and it was I also got this weird feeling watching this film that like Clark was so disconnected from Superman. Like there was nothing of Clark in Superman. And again, granted, we didn't get very much from Clark. That's my favorite Christopher Reeve is when he's Clark, like (laughs) pretending like he's uh, terrible at everything. It's great. Super weak and I can't open a bottle. Yeah, it's, it's adorable. And the moment where in the first movie where he like, sweeps Lois off of her feet, literally, comes, flies back down to the apartment, walks in as Clark, and then he like she's in the room getting ready, and he takes his glasses off, and yeah. he brings his shoulders up as he's going to tell her. And I felt like that's a magic little moment for like yeah. little kids. They're going to see that and go, oh, he's like... There it is. Yeah. There it is. That's Superman in Clark. Yeah. You know, that's him right there. And then he kind of puts it away and stuff. So there's like none of that yeah. when Superman returns. It's no. All the physicality, Brent. Not Brandon. Brandon Routh well, has none of that physicality. Well, and then it's, he has some of it. And then, and then it's like because he's not allowed to. James Marsden makes a joke about when when Lois is kind of going over all of the details about Superman, about how tall he is and how much mm-hmm. he weighs, et cetera, et cetera. And James Marsden like looks at Brandon Routh and is like, "Isn't Clark like fit that physical description?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and they look, and all he does is look over and smile, and they're like, "No, there's no way." I'm like, "No." Look that's again. Pretty obvious. That's Superman over yeah. there. Well, that's like the plot of the entire second movie Ugh. is Lois Lane just like, you're Superman, aren't you? Yeah. 
That's so weird. It's just and the that fact part that, that this is supposed to be a, a sequel, sequel and she doesn't think that Clark is Superman at all. Because again, yeah. he either super kissed her or he went back in time oh, and yeah. the events never happened. But still, the, the this movie is expecting the audience to know that. But still come at this with kind of like a, oh, but I'm going to forgive that it's not exactly the same as everything else. But they're being um, precious about it. But like they're the also making shit up. The fact that they did the back in time thing at the, in the first movie means that you can't make any more movies. Yeah. <laughs> you screwed You're it right. all up. You, yeah. fucked, right. you fucked up the world. Yeah. <laughs> you screwed it all over. Mm-hmm. So you, you have to start over. Yeah. But no. It's they true. made three more and then another one. That was a sequel to the second one. <laughs> and then they and then did it over again. And then, it and then they're like, well, let's that start too. fresh. It's, 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 uh, yeah, and even in that first movie at the end of it, like if you sit there and think about the logic of, which, which by the way, Superman the movie appears later on the list. I think it's like 170 something. Seven okay. Years so Keller and I are going to be watching it again in seven years. Except we're not. We're, don't say it. Oh. We're not going to die. Say it with me, Keller. We're, We're not, not gonna, gonna die. die. All right. Well, hopefully, <laughs> dude, it's gonna be sad if we both. Keller die. seems less convinced yeah. than you. <laughs> Keller, do you know something I don't? Uh, he I came think from the I future. The remember, news. like, because <laughs> time travel totally possible. Yeah, in you watch the news, but so it Superman is. I goes flew around the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> he goes back in time, or at least he flies himself around the world so fast that he does himself go back in time. Does that mean that like the bus full of kids and the other stuff he was seeing to? Happened because he so he could go save Lois so she didn't fall in. Right. Do you see what I'm saying? So because she because she, she fell in the car but, and, then, and was yeah. crushed. So and then do the all reason, those people die? <laughs> no, I bet it's like unclear. Oh shit! All right, well <laughs> I better hustle this time. <laughs> <laughs> just like does it fast. Like he goes back in time further to where he shows up to Lex Luthor's and he and he's like, "Where's the where's the detonator?" And when Luthor looks at the box full of kryptonite, Superman just like punches his head off like shut up i'm not looking in there and just flies around and just saves the world i don't know um all right kelly you wanted to introduce a new segment uh hector i need you to pitch me the sequel to this movie oh boy and then after that you have to pitch me the sequel to oceans 11 okay okay all right i'll try so keller what's this new segment idea what is it Mm -hmm. Hector pitches the sequel. <laughs> Hector movie. pitches the sequel. Even if it had we'll a sequel. We'll have a catchy title. Even if there is a sequel, you yeah. have to pitch a new sequel. Okay. So for Ocean's Eleven, we're There's not counting 12, sequel. 13, or 8. No. None it's, of that is just, none of that's real. Mm-hmm. All right. I think I have an idea. Catherine Zeta-Jones is not in this world. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know but who she, Nor is Al Pacino. But still be if <laughs> she's in be. your sequel. Like if she's uh, in your sequel, but she cannot be that character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they walk by someone who looks like Catherine Zeta-Jones. <laughs> no, I have an idea for Superman Returns for a sequel idea. Emma, do you have a sequel pitch for Superman Returns? For Superman Returns. Yes. Yeah. If, they were to, if you were to be in charge, if you could go back magically to 2006, mm-hmm. the movie okay. comes out. Okay. And they're like... Emma Fife, we need an idea for a part two to this. What is it? Okay, well, we need to look back to what is truly interesting about (laughs) Superman, which is the sort of juxtaposition of Clark Kent and the character of Superman. So I want to make a a character piece that's very much focused on Clark Kent. And Clark Kent feels like he can't interfere with Lois's life because he doesn't want to impede the the child growing up, even though, of course, as established at the end of the film, he's going to like secretly visit him as Superman sometimes to like, <laughs> like make his life a little creep. <laughs> that is a little creepy. Uh, but through that series of events, of course, Lois is going to start to get suspicious. Obviously, she's going to fucking figure out that Clark Kent is Superman. If she doesn't, and, I'd be so mad. And that it's the father of her child. And then 
we have an interesting love triangle aspect. Mm. Is this the first five minutes? Uh, <laughs> she the first finds five out minutes. all this in the yeah, first Yeah, I mean, five this minutes. is going to be, yeah, the first five minutes. And, and But, like, Clark goes and, like, works at a different newspaper or something. It's going to be a very messy, Whoa, like... Clark Kent, not at the Daily yeah, Planet? Yeah, it's going to be, like, a messy uh, relationship okay. kind of tale. He uh, asks, he applies for a job at the Daily Bugle with J.J. <laughs> Jameson. Bugle. He's like, <laughs> with J.J. Jameson. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yes, and that's Exactly. And then just, like... Crossover. You know, Electro or some random Spider-Man villain is the, uh, is the bad guy. Yeah, Spider-Man tries to stop him. And yeah. Superman's like, are you serious? It's actually a crossover easy. with Superman, with Spider-Man. This guy's real easy. Here, yeah. I just, I'll stop him. Yep. Spider-Man's yep. like, shit, yep. I'm out of a job. Uh, okay. No, I I'm, I don't know beyond... Uh, you just want that. As I just want. I just need yeah. emotional stakes that don't exist in this movie. True. Um, I, you know what? I'll be honest because I came up with this pitch and I'm stealing it from a buddy of mine. Oh, okay. No, in, high count. Sc- in high school, college. Okay. It'll count. High school, uh, college. High, around there, 2006. Um, where I wasn't thinking about the emotional, like backbone of the movie, and mm-hmm. now I want that. And I'm gonna. Uh, we should combine our. Okay, pitches. sounds good. My pitch was the villain should be uh, uh, Brainiac. Okay. And Lex Luthor teaming up. Ooh. And Metallo's going to be in it. And my buddy had the perfect pitch. Uh, my buddy back in 2006 was like, here's how you do Metallo and resolve the really awkward situation where Superman's a piece of shit. You make it so that uh, they they find out that um, Superman's the father. Sure. And Richard White was the guy's name, right? Like, yes. Like Richard White. Sacrifices yes. himself, does something to where he's, he dies. I thought for sure he, like, I couldn't remember die. what happened to him in the movie. And I thought, oh, he dies in this plane <laughs> well, I'm going to go out the seaplane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a seaplane. <laughs> so he dies somehow. His body, That's the deacon. <laughs> his body gets destroyed. <laughs> Is that from the water world? Yes. Stunt show? Yes. Okay, great. All right, great. Um, and uh, and so Richard White dies, but then his body gets taken by Lex Luthor working with Brainiac and Brainiac's technology mm-hmm. will upgrade him into Metallo. So his consciousness gets put into the Metallo oh. robot, heart of kryptonite, and then he hates Superman because oh. obvious reasons. Like really I feel like this coincides really well with my it story. Could have been, like, yeah, it's like yours is the first five minutes yeah, like we established exactly. and mine is the other... Two hours and 45 minutes. <laughs> oh my we don't God. need two hours and 45 minutes. Um, two hours. But that would have been my pitch. Yeah, it would have yeah. been like, um, movie. I would have called it like Superman. I mean, the next ha- had to have been Superman forever. And then Superman <laughs> and, and then Superman and Robin. True. And then Superman, <laughs> Superman begins. and Robin. And then the Man of Steel. You have to do yeah. all those movies. We can do his sidekick. Doesn't he get a sidekick? Superboy. His Superman. son by then. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. Bring Super, Supergirl Superman in there at son. some point too. True. Superman yeah. and Supergirl. That would have been yeah. cool. Yeah, that would be great. It sucks because Batgirl didn't get name billing in Batman and Robin. I know. She was, and in, she was in it. She was in it. But, but Robin didn't get billing in Batman Forever and he was in that. That's true. So. That was his origin in that one. So yeah. the pitch is uh, Metallo. The main I villain like is it. Brainiac. All the threat, Superman, everybody they're dealing with Brainiac. He teams up with Lex Luthor so that Luthor can help him again, like achieve world domination. And this time Luthor's like, well, I want revenge on Superman, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Right. Richard White gets fucked up. They grab his body, steal it, p- put him into the, you Just know. Just have him go out on the They give him a machine body. Seaplane. He's got to go out on the seaplane. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know. And then he's, uh, you know, just terrorizes Kevin Costner. <laughs> yeah. No, you guys are just using the Oh, boy. The water world. <laughs> what people don't know is that no, water world. got Kevin Costner... As Jonathan Kent oh. and Waterworld. <laughs> <laughs> People don't realize that Superman Returns is a prequel to Waterworld. <laughs> right. Oh, that's in, true. In the story where Lex Luthor wasn't stopped right. and his landmass showed up oh. and sunk 
and Lex Luthor is the deacon. Lex Luthor. Also, what's with the just add water crystals? I don't don't know. It's it was a weird so many weird shortcuts. Like the writers of this film watched rewatched Superman the movie, and they were like sitting there taking notes at anything that Mm -hmm. popped out to them. You know what popped out to them? Crystals. Is that Clark Kent threw a crystal in the Arctic, and they're like, "How does that work?" Instead of instead of thinking like everybody else, I don't give a shit. Stupid. It's not important. Not a, they're like, oh, that's the Kryptonian technology. You throw it in because the because the ice was frozen, it didn't destroy the world. It just like made the Fortress of Solitude. But if he throws it in the ocean, Kevin Spacey will have land. I didn't think of it that way. Thank I, you I, that I have to admit, after I threw those crystals, I didn't think about them again. Yeah, I know. Because it's not important. <laughs> because that's part of the magical elements of the first Richard Donner movie. Yeah. The stuff you yeah. shouldn't try to explain. The stuff it you shouldn't, you know. It disappears into the snow, and then there's the fortress there of it solitude. It's, it's magical. Yeah. But Superman isn't magical, you know, not today. He's magical in his heart. Mm-hmm. He's, uh-huh. You know, he's, that's where the magic comes from. Mm-hmm. See, you'll never lose hope. He cares about people. But he's a science fiction yeah. Thing, right? So he's an alien. An alien. He's an alien. <laughs> Thank he's you. He's an alien. Ew, gross. <clears throat> Thank you. He just is. Would you uh, own this movie, Emma? No. Would you watch it again? Probably not. Definitely not now. <laughs> yeah. I'm never paying. You paid <clears throat> money again for this. I did. Yeah. But I had, on eBay. Uh, yeah. You're good. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I rented it on Amazon. Thank it was you. Like, Two dollars. I feel like I need expensive. to reimburse you. Uh, <laughs> real bad. Yeah. Keller, you got any cash on? You? Actually, I do. Yeah. Got to reimburse. Yeah. Um, oh, boy, that was real bad. Uh, but I like this is the thing is I I wish that there was some interesting discussion that we could have about you know Lex Luthor as the I'll villain. You, I'll give you one. I'll give you one because just... I feel like I, I, I'm going to try my best to like let's let's try to go let's find like a good place because we talked about right. some cool crouching tiger head and dragon stuff we were out of our element yeah we definitely. didn't know what the hell we were I talking don't know. about I haven't known anything I'm talking about mm-hmm. thus far great but um and there's good things about this movie and we can talk about that I think there are still good things about Superman Returns but they're, yeah they're, the they're, eyeball they're, bullet I, is pretty cool yeah sure. I like I, it I think also it it's just it's so forgettable is yes. really what it boils down to I forgot everything to. that happened in this movie <laughs> Yeah. All yeah. of it. I came back into this and I was like, this is a new bad movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Here's the best I could come up with. I feel like the whole movie is just an exercise in getting to the line, getting to the scene where Superman is reciting the Jor-El speech to his son. Yeah. I feel like the people who yeah. pitched this movie went, you know what would be so powerful, yeah. so thematically Satisfactory as if Superman now was became creepily standing <laughs> yeah. over, over his, his sleeping child who doesn't know After it's his he's dad. And then entered into right. this house. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the kids though, he can't fly through walls. He can't face no. through. So no. Superman definitely went. Like, yeah, opened a lot. No, he, but he, he was definitely breaking and entering definitely. a lot. Uh, Gosh, I because I don't hate the idea of there being a storyline with Superman having a kid. I, don't I, either. I really do not hate that storyline mm-hmm. at all. I don't even hate the storyline of he doesn't know it's his kid mm-hmm. and Lois decided to keep the kid, whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's just that her being this kid's mom became secondary to everything else that she does. And mm-hmm. that is so frustrating because I feel like there was a good opportunity here for them to still have her be Lois, Lois Lane. Lane and still be a really smart and resourceful Reporter, yeah, while also being a mom. 
my friend. They gave her nothing. Like, there's no way she doesn't have a nanny. Let's, Come on. Let, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're right. That kid oh. is always. <sighs> I'm late. I gotta go pick him up. The it's always office. at the Daily Planet. She's like a bad mom. <laughs> She's a terrible mom. And they mom. have a beautiful little seaport house. Right. And this is the thing. I actually love storylines about bad moms. Um, okay. Because okay. I think that. And bad dads. I want to say Richard was also like a bad yeah. dad too. Like, uh, where were you always? But I mean, hey, bad, bad moms that are, they're not intentionally bad moms. They are trying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that that would have been interesting, actually, if they had really had a storyline about Lois Lane kind of being a bad mom. And trying. But trying. The only work they put in was that first line. Just like, hey, do you have your inhaler? Did you take all your pills? Right. <laughs> That's all the work they did <laughs> as far as that goes. It's true. And you're like, oh, she cares. But, that's, no. but it's only because no. there's an adorable child sitting right there. Yeah. I also loved the moment with the piano. Like I remember when that played in the theater, people clapped yeah. because because that, that was cool. a good moment. Because you're building up to, and again, kudos on the people who are doing press for this thing. Like they, like she was Lois's son, but at no point did anybody say, you know, in like the synopsis of the movie, like little does Clark know that his son, like mm-hmm. so it was like a big yeah. moment. Yeah. And when he pushes that piano. It was big because up to that point, the movie was boring and you wanted some superheroic shit to happen. Yeah. And it did. And mm-hmm. then the kid- Out of nowhere, you lifts, didn't expect it to happen. Yeah. Then. And he lifts the inhaler. And then this whole scene with the, the thug that was playing- um, Piano. Piano, piano with, with him. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, like, that scene's great. It was great. And it was you know foreboding and menacing. So I like that, but, but- 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 She was sending a distress call via fax. Yeah. In <laughs> 2006. And also- why is the kid on the boat? Yeah, exactly. Again, exactly. why is the kid on the boat? Like that's okay. So that's the difference between mm-hmm. bad mom who is just stupid is and negligence. not trying at all. Like that is <laughs> straight up negligence. <laughs> mom that is trying to be a good mom but isn't necessarily super maternal is interesting. I also think that at least my version of Lois Lane, the one that I love, in the five years of her having a kid, she would have mm-hmm. figured out how to be Lois and still be the kid's mom. Right. To she's do resourceful both. and yeah, yes. she yeah yes. Like she would be good at it. Um, I, my friend Amy Vorpal, mm-hmm. you guys know Amy, works at Geek and Sundry. We had we had a discussion because she really hates Lois Lane, just across the board. Yes, and the romance between her and Superman. She Ugh. always is. She clearly so dumb. Yes, I and, know. and and she told me this, and it broke my heart, and I got mad because I'm like, Lois Lane is great, and she goes, No, it's a Twilight type romance yeah. where this perfect guy swoops in and of course she falls in love with him and there's nothing of substance there and I went it's not your fault it's the movies up to this point haven't shown this you sort have of, to see Man of Steel you, had, <laughs> uh, you have to I have to like uh. you know get her episodes of the cartoon show I have yeah. to I have to get her like certain comics that I love where they they're married and they, in. they're yeah. putting the work because to me it's so it's so funny and I it's even so, thought she got a lot to do on, on Lois and Clark New Adventures yeah. of Superman Terry Hatcher was great. Yeah, Terry Hatcher was a great Lois. Um, I, I, Dean Cain. I think Dean Cain. He, he's on Supergirl. Guest starring on Supergirl. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah, they were both on Supergirl. Oh, dude, wow. they've been getting everybody. Oh, man. Any That's Superman great. related actor. Yeah. Helen Slater, who played yes. Supergirl in the shitty movie, movie. she's the mom on Supergirl. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's amazing. Um, but, um, Oh, they're missing is the actor that played Lionel Luther in Smallville. They got to get seriously. Him. He was also yeah. so good in Smallville. So yep. good. And yep. in Batman and Robin. Um, which he was. Uh, yeah. Amy Vorpal. I don't believe you. Talking about Lois. He was the scientist. He was the poison <laughs> ivy scientist. Okay. Yeah. But but m- m- her viewpoint of like seeing it from that perspective of this kind of Twilight, Fifty Shades of Grey story, I was like, that's so valid. Because it's it funny is because valid. to me, incredibly valid. as a little boy growing up, I always saw the story from my little boy perspective 
and since mostly animation and comic books and movies about Superman were mostly geared towards young men as opposed right. to young women, I always saw it as Lois Lane is so out of everyone's league. She's like a Mary Jane Watson. That's she's like so she's like a, she's gorgeous. She's a supermodel, but she's the most capable, independent, so yeah. smart like reporter that she's out of everyone's league. That to me. Since the 1930s cartoons, the story of Clark Kent and Lois Lane is wish fulfillment, where Clark is a dweeb, but on the inside, he's Superman. It's the thing of like, if only she saw who I was on the inside. Right. It's like Peter Parker, Spider-Man. Yeah. So I've always saw, I've always seen it as in that way. So when Amy told me, no, 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 it's this, I was like, well, shit, yeah. Yeah, from a girl perspective, from a girl perspective it is. It's, it, it, it's really hard to like Lois sometimes. Yes. I, I think in my heart of hearts, as somebody that is... I'm very pro, like, any character, but but women characters in particular mm-hmm. that are not necessarily the superhero. They're not necessarily the one that is fighting, but that they are smart and resourceful. Mm-hmm. And I think actually a lot of that <clears throat> sort of comes from watching, like, anime at a pretty young age. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you have things like... Dragon Ball and you have Bulma and, yep. and Bulma is anything but a damsel in distress. Like yep. she is not, she is not a super saiyan. She cannot fly. She does not fight. And she's a genius. But she's a genius. Mm-hmm. And by the time you get to Dragon Ball Super, she is the richest woman in the world. She's <laughs> the most respected person in mm-hmm. existence on earth, essentially. And she just so happens to have been mixed up with all of the superpowers. Correct. Characters. Exactly. But she was and always, she will she have none never, of their bullshit. Like, yeah. She's she great. never met people capable of anything. Yeah. 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 If she had never met Goku, she still would have had like Bulma adventures. Of course, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. just happened to meet Goku when so, she was out looking for the Dragon Balls as a teenager using a radar that she built. Yeah, I feel like the work needs to be put in for Lois because I do. I love Lois Lane, and I recognize that Lois Lane in the '30s when she was in comic books and then in like the cartoons that they made, the little serials, mm-hmm. was so much more progressive to that time oh, period. absolutely. kind of what she is today. Yeah, I, I think that's the thing is that she hasn't gotten to evolve. I mean, the fact mm-hmm. that Lois in the... Because I, I watched a lot of the old Superman cartoons. I have mm-hmm. vivid memories of watching them in nursery school, weirdly enough. Wow. They're um, great. The Flesher, the Max Fleischer. But, uh, like, yeah, know. yeah. But the thing is, with her in, in those, she was sort of, she was a little bit like, I don't know, like sassy career woman femme fatale. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little tomboyish. A little bit, yeah. Especially because, again, the period. Yeah. Like, I'm sure people watch that cartoon and they're like, oh, she's acting like a man. Right. Well, because she's she like, was a career woman and, mm-hmm. and that that was very progressive from the time. Well, now, okay, so most, uh, you know, the majority of okay. adults are in the workforce. We're here. So now it is How like is you need to take her to the now? next level. And yeah. I mean, in this Instead film, they, in this, mom. I know, and yeah. in this film, they keep going. And I have no problem. With, I, I firmly believe she can be a career woman and a mother. Yes. Um, yeah. And, uh, but maybe it, it, it shows that there was no female screenwriters yes. in Superman Returns. Yeah, that, oh, that is maybe, very evident. Maybe it shows that Brian Singer's perspective is one where he doesn't necessarily... Look at the female characters in X-Men movies. There's, uh, uh, X-Men uh, comics? Have any, yeah. Bro, X-Men comics have some the, of the best female they characters do. ever. Yes, yes, that was why. And I, I've talked about this so much that I, I felt so let down mm-hmm. by that first Brian Singer X-Men film because I was so into X-Men the animated series mm-hmm. and some of the sort of comic Rogue, books and stuff that were Jubilee, in publication at the time exactly Gray, and and like Storm Storm and and Rogue 
and Jean Grey were like leading the X-Men from my perspective. Mm -hmm. They were these adult women. They were smart. They were capable. They were independent. Rogue was a hot mess, but like in a really realistic kind of way. And, and like then, the most physically powerful. Yeah. And then, and then, you, have Anna and then you have Anna Paquin and yeah. she's like this whiny teenager that doesn't want her powers. Yeah. Rogue struggled with her powers, certainly because she's like, I can never be with anybody because mm -hmm. I will probably kill them. Mm -hmm. But you know, she she never was like, I just want to give up my powers and be a regular girl. Yeah. No. And then Storm didn't get to do anything. Nothing. Storm well, gets to do nothing and then in Jean those Grey movies. Is just a part of a love triangle. Uh -huh. Halle Berry had an accent in the first movie and, and then it just went away didn't. because she won an Oscar, I think. And then she was yeah. just like, I'm not going to do an accent. And everyone was like, okay, okay cool. Halle Berry. We don't care Will about you keep Storm. Keep being in this movie, please. Yeah. <laughs> please. Uh, yeah, so I like to so back to Lois. Like people that don't like Lois Lane, I get it, but it bums me out because I love that character and yeah. I've seen it from Clark's perspective. And not just that, but Superman Returns kind of reinforces a little bit of the. Um, it, maybe they showed the Smallville stuff in the beginning when he's in Smallville or the flashbacks because maybe they did try to establish, but they, I don't think they did a good job that there's three versions of the character there is superman who is a persona there mm -hmm. is metropolis clark who's a persona mm -hmm. and then there's smallville clark who's supposed to be the real guy right in my stories in my comic books that i love lois falls in love with that guy over yeah. time and, and he, he's honest with her and he's like hey metropolis mm -hmm. clark right. is a sham so is the superman thing but i'm here yeah and i care about but you and then again, they fall in it's love it's what keller keeps coming back to which is they did not put in the work didn't put in they the didn't earn work. anything yeah. in this film yeah they tried to piggyback on the work that Richard Donner already yeah, did. Yeah, exactly. Yep, 30 years later. Exactly. Yep, but still try to move forward and still try to, you know, it's Ignore the same thing things. with like, yeah. it's the same thing with like, you know, listen, the Zack, Zack Snyder Watchmen movie ahead of its time, because I don't think enough superhero movies had come out to go and do that story, to yeah. deconstruct the genre. I'm like, yeah. you're ahead of your time. Yeah. Superman today in movies is instead of doing that comic book version of the character instead of putting in the work and making us care about clark they treated him like this christ-like figure that it was so important that he was all just a symbol and they're also trying to in the next movie skip to well we got to kill him off because that's the only other time superman meant anything it's like i just want a freaking movie where he flies around and is superman <laughs> yeah i yeah. just want action but Save i want people him to, and then a big like, bad he has to fight you know at how the end. good it feels to see like chaos and danger happen in the movie and then superman just saves everybody like that earthquake it's scene great yeah it's yeah. pretty cool like it is. he catches mm -hmm. the sign mm -hmm. and he sure does the other things the guys falling and, I, yeah the guys <laughs> or, like on the news the woman falling out of a building in japan or whatever and then like superman just like saves yeah him. when he goes out that first night and he's just like just like working it just all around the world just getting stuff done i'm like oh, I, I love that I love it. When he saves the car that Parker Posey's in, who was great in this movie. Parker yeah, Posey she is very, great. Very good. She is so what a, okay. probably the best part of this probably movie. Probably the best part of this movie. Yeah. I liked Spacey's performance, but boo, Kevin Spacey. So Parker Posey is the best part. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the kid. I like the kid. Yeah, the kid's good. James Marsden was good, but again, that role Doesn't was just like- Doesn't get anything to do. Yeah. He's, Kate Bosworth's miscast. Frank yeah. Angela miscast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jimmy Olsen was good. Jimmy Olsen, that, that kid yeah. was good. I don't know who he is, yeah. but he was I very good. That actor's name, but um, but back. Yeah, to, that uh, kid is a good Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, I liked him. I mean, yeah. Cal Penn was just in it. He didn't get to do he anything. Did he say I anything? Don't like, I? Did he have I saw his name in the billing, and I must have looked down yeah. when he was on screen because yeah. I have no recollection. <laughs> he was of him one being of Lex's movie. goons, and yeah. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if he did this movie, saw the end result, and was like, "Man, I was cut this much out of the movie." 
they just had me to be like the Indian guy in the yeah. movie. You know what? I'm done with Hollywood. I'm going to go work with Barack now. And then he yeah. worked in the yeah. White House with Barack Obama. Hanging out yeah. Barack. I mean, so this upgrade. movie's real white. Yeah, <laughs> Super it white. is. It yeah. is. So Keller was saying that's why he really likes um, Lawrence Fishburne, Perry White. Has yeah. more of the, because like Frank Langella, I like his act, uh, him as an actor. Not good for Perry White. No, for me he's because not good as Perry White. Especially when you rewatch the first two. In that first movie, he's just, he's so blustery. That I'm like, I told Keller, I'm like, I think they specifically chose Frank because he's the opposite of J.K. Simmons, J. Jonah Jameson energy, which they didn't want to invite comparison because yeah. we were right in the middle of Spider-Man. One, two, three was going to come out the next year. So yeah. everybody had that on the brain. But but what it results in is somebody that's just not right for the role and is totally forgettable. Whereas yeah, yep. I- even if you don't like uh J.K. Simmons' performance as J. Jonah Jameson. Oh, he's, he's you remember. Icon- it's iconic. Yeah, you remember him. yeah, exactly. He's great. Even if he's not your tempo. Yeah. And like Frank Langella is so good. Oh, he's a great yeah. actor. Yeah, but he's not, but he's good. not good at this movie. Yeah, yeah Skeletor, man. Skeletor. <laughs> he played Skeletor. Please tell me that Masters of the Universe is on this no, list No, of course somewhere. it's not, Emma. <laughs> is it? Come on. I think I have very different taste in movies than the readers of Empire. Probably. Because oh, it would me definitely too. be in my top me 500. All right, let's too. try this thought experiment. If you had to take this movie out, Superman, which I think we're all in agreement, like, why is this in this List because of residual love of the franchise, yeah. meaning the first film. But like Superman 2 should be on this over th- this. I think movie. the reason <laughs> this is on there over Superman 2 mm-hmm. is because, and I don't know if, well, maybe I'm wrong at this point, but like maybe the Richard Donner cut hadn't come out yet and they can't count yeah. that. They're counting the theatrical cut of uh. Superman 2. And even though it was good for the time, it definitely is more dated than the original. Okay. And they looked at this and they go, well, Superman, this movie came out two years ago. Superman Returns and the effects are really good. We should put that in. You know, I don't know. It's just enough. Really good. Enough people wrote it in their top ten to have it counted as number four ninety six. So let's take this movie out. Wait. Okay. Yeah. I just grasped the fact that people put this in their top ten. Yeah. That's how it made it on here. And I'm going to tell you right now. I guarantee you, it was just a handful of people that went Superman the movie. And then on the next line, they, they were just like, wrote Superman Returns. Superman Returns. Because yeah. they're like, I'll, I'll just pick these two. Because every Star Wars film is on this, and none of the new ones have come out yet. So all the prequels mm-hmm. are on this. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is on this list oh. because of residual love of the franchise. Yeah, we yeah. didn't have that hindsight. You know, That's true. Another 10 years, That's we can true. look back and go, you know what? Actually, Attack are of the Clones the, shouldn't be on here. Are all the is Batmans on here? Uh, I think Returns and Batman is on here. I don't. I don't know if Batman. For, let me check. Oh. I don't begins. Batman Begins is. I don't think Batman. Yeah. Well, Batman, Batman Begins, begins and is. so is the Dark Knight. Oh, because Dark Knight had come out the by the time yeah, it was Dark published. Knight yeah. Ranked high. Too. The Dark. Yeah. Guess what number? It's higher than Citizen Kane is. It's out of the five hundred like greatest, seven or fifteen. Oh, it's fifteen. Uh, Dark Knight is higher than Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah. I Batman. like Crouching Tiger. Hidden I Dragon. love that it's movie. It's a great it movie. It was so good. It's just Batman, Batman Returns, and Batman Begin are on the list. Okay. Batman Begins. So no Batman Forever. Nope. And no nope. Batman Do you and really want them on there? I would rather watch those movies <laughs> than this. Those yeah. are at least entertainingly bad. Yeah. I'll give you that. that yeah. They, what, okay. Jim Carrey what? is great as the Riddler. He was really playing Riddler by way of Joker, and I loved it as a kid. I thought it was great. Yeah. So get, guys, okay. What else is good about Superman Returns? The bullet. We said the effects mm-hmm. are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the kid is the kid is the kid is I, great. I thought this moment. I liked Kitty. Yeah, the, she was the hench lady of Parker Posey. Parker Posey, yeah, Parker great. Posey. I thought, and that also the, they just ignored the old hench people. Miss Tessmacher, yeah. yeah, Otis. 
Otis. Yeah. Um, I Mr. love Otis. Luthor. Yeah, yeah sure, sure thing, Mr. Luthor. Uh, see, my arm's not that long. It's probably like, so, you want to see a long arm, Otis? <laughs> you want to see a really long arm? I love that <laughs> fucking movie. Um, I uh, liked like Kitty like called Lex Luthor out on his bullshit a lot, but she did yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah, such, the, a, boy. such a good... That was great, Lex. Wait for it. <laughs> yep. Boy, that was great. Yeah, that, that was a good no. scene. Parker, she uh, And then yeah. they spent all that money on a dumb train set. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Singer's like, we're, we're going to destroy the city. And they're like, mm, we don't have that in the budget. All right, we're going to destroy a model of the city in the movie and add like special effect sounds to make it uh, so uh, stupid. Yeah. Here's, I thought that the plane rescue sequence was going to be the highlight for me. But it's kind of dated now, it effects really wise, is. yeah. And just like the pacing it is a of lot it. of like, I can't handle. Uh, I I get really stressed CG. out by scenes of people drowning while trapped in something. Oh really? That oh. really really stresses me out. I think that's a really like big like life fear. Of oh no, is being trapped in something and water coming in. Are you on boats a lot? Mm-mm. You're fine. Did you watch <laughs> Titanic at a young age? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I mean, that's, I, there it is. I saw Titanic. That's like, so crazy because I have four a fear times in theaters of a guy stretching his metal finger and killing me while I'm trying to drink milk. So like, <laughs> I don't know why. That's weird. I don't know where that came from. I anyway. have a dream from Tim Curry, or I have a fear of Tim Curry from Legend stealing my shoes. <laughs> really? It's a nightmare I had that kept me awake. Many, Tim Curry many. from Legend. Uh, yeah. You and I have very different impressions of Tim Curry from Legend. Yeah. So scary. Yeah, the big demon devil guy. Nah, he's yeah. sexy. As a child, no. He's like scary sexy, you know? It just Today it, or as a child? Uh, more today, I think. <laughs> but as a child, I no. But as a child, I was I was what? I had a weird fascination with that character, just okay. like I had a weird fascination with David Bowie as the Goblin King in Labyrinth. I get it. Oh, okay, yeah. I get Is it. Labyrinth on this list? Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna check right now. It has to be. It hang, has hang to be. It has it to on. be. I'll check. I got it. Does Jim okay. Henson have anything on this list? <gasps> if Dark Crystal and Labyrinth are not on this list, no. Is Dark Crystal? I'm sure that if Labyrinth isn't... Then Dark Crystal's probably not either. What is wrong it with people? absolutely is not That's a great on this question. List. What is wrong with people? So, <laughs> put, so pick one of those to replace Superman Returns. You put in Labyrinth, Oh, right? Labyrinth, yeah. Okay. okay. Keller, do you I'd rank Labyrinth higher. Yeah. Oh, it has to replace this yeah. ranking? No, it, it just... It just, it just Empire of the Sun, my favorite uh, movie, right. has to Wait, be on Wait, Empire the of the Sun is not on this? No. Emma. What? The Iron Giant isn't on this list. Oh, I'm going to flip this table. What is your favorite movie? Um, my favorite movie is, you know what I, you know what it genuinely is, is mm. Clueless. That's a great, Clueless that's is great. on this list. Yeah, yeah it's a course. damn good Clueless movie. Has a feature. It is. It's a very funny movie. Uh, it's an adaptation also of the uh, Jane Austen book that I'm named after. So. Wait, Clueless isn't on this oh. list. It's not? No. What? No. It's, uh, that is a crime. That is a crime. It is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wish I could say that it was something like really artistic and it's meaningful fine. and whatnot. Uh, but Clueless I, yeah. like defines the 90s. It mm-hmm. does, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's so clever, and there's all these really great jokes in it that I did not get at all as a kid and as an adult. I'm like, it's like wow. The, like Dumb and Dumber, the jokes are so yeah, dumb they're that they're so smart. Yeah, so dumb that yes. they're smart. Yeah, it is the best of that genre of... Oh, 100%. And it kind of kicked off a lot of... Yeah. of teen Similar teen movies, except sure. the other ones were all lesser yeah. impressions. Like, and then I, way dirtier. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's the like, thing is that is, is clueless is, is cleverly dirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's all in Tongue the dialogue. Yeah. Yes. Mm. 
tongue yes. firmly in shape. You know <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, well, Emma, That's thank you so much for watching Superman Returns. You're so you welcome. Poor bastard. I'm so It's sorry. okay. I was simultaneously working <laughs> on an article about okay, a good. really wonderful How piece of fiction. So okay, good. <laughs> I watching this was a was a bummer for me rewatching yeah. it because I did like it when it came out it's because been I was so like long. Yeah. yeah it's been it's really years long. it's been years and and now you know I just want I mean my favorite movie is essentially a superman movie it's the iron giant it's yeah. I, I like I'm as I yeah, get older I, I realize how much I care about Ugh. this character in particular and I'm just like oh man It'll happen. I'm like now. Happen. I want to be like are my some of my favorite oh, yeah, Miyazaki films on there. Uh, like which uh, which one? Name some. Uh, Princess Mononoke. It's definitely on the list. We're um, talking about it in a couple. Soon. Spirited of weeks. away. Spirited I away. Think Spirited away is is on well. here as well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Men yeah. in Black is on uh-huh. this list. Good. Men in Black is on it. Great. Lethal mm-hmm. Weapon. Great. Richard uh, Donner yet again. Yeah. Oh, Tetsuro. So I'm assuming that Akira is on this list. Yeah, absolutely. If you could replace Superman Returns with a like movie, a similar movie that has come out since 2008. Since 2008. What would you put on there? Like a superhero movie that you're like, should be, should be on here. Mm, that's sort of a good, good caliber, but not necessarily kind of top. What, sure. I'd say like Ant-Man. Yeah. I would rather Ant-Man be in the top 500 movies ever made. Iron than Man Superman Returns. Iron Man is. Yeah, yeah, well, that makes sense. I mean, Iron Man's spectacular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, and it had just come it out. It came out it's the like, year of this list. It's yeah. crazy that this list, you know, because it's 2008, doesn't have the Avengers, doesn't it? Like, that yeah. became the biggest thing ever. I know. The biggest, fran- you know, like, media franchise. So I'm right. really and, offended and, that the Star Wars prequels are on this, and well, Clueless is not. Hey, well, <laughs> guess what? We get to watch them multiple times. <laughs> oh, <laughs> boy. Every time Phantom Menace comes up, we have to watch... Oh. We only have to watch. You only have to watch Menace Phantom Menace, but when yeah, you have to watch, God. Uh, when, by the time you get Phantom to Return of the Jedi, <laughs> again. No, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. We say don't this. have to watch all six to do the other three. Star I will Wars say. Okay. I'm technically gonna count three separate trilogies. A, yeah, because it's a special okay. case. I'm technically gonna count each trilogy as its own thing. So, like, if we're talking Revenge of the Sith. And also the rule is, is that we're only watching a movie leading up to the movie we're discussing if we mm-hmm. hadn't seen it yet. So when we, if, oh, I if you we, said we had to redo not it. each single time. No, no, no. Oh, okay, so like, okay. The first Unless time we it's hit like six years separating, you know. So, you, so if, if if Attack of the Clones is lower on the list than Phantom Menace, we're gonna have to rewatch Phantom Menace should. and okay, then do then, Attack, yeah. of the Attack of the Clones. But by the time we get back to to Revenge of the Sith, we don't have to watch the first two. We'll have already seen them on the show. Oh, well, that's okay. good. Okay. And you, and again, the only reason the rule exists in case anybody's listening to this now and they're like, I've never seen Superman Returns. I kind of want to go watch Superman one and two. Yeah. Kind of need Which to. Which sucks. Yeah. 30 years later, they made children have to do research mm-hmm. to enjoy them. a Superman movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go get, go track them down. Go find them. Head to Blockbuster. Or like at least read a Wikipedia article. Now, yeah. Blockbuster. They yeah. could have come to you. Yeah. Blockbuster. <laughs> they often did. Um, you know, when I worked there for oh, years. Yeah, Superman. So. Uh, Emma, what would you like people to look at? Uh, you know, <laughs> my, my, my Twitter is good. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm at Emma Fife uh, on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I also have a Facebook page that you can like. That's just Emma Fife. Look it up. Uh, and yeah, I, I'm doing lots of stuff on the internet. Uh, we just started up my Sailor Moon podcast again. So basically when we started doing uh, Love and Justice, which is my Sailor Moon podcast, we were getting new Sailor Moon content every year because oh, cool. Toei was putting out new episodes of Sailor Moon Crystal. And then all of a sudden last year, they just stopped. Oh. They said, we're going to keep doing Shit. it. And then it was 
crickets. And then about maybe half the way, three quarters of the way through the year, they went, we're still going to do it. But the next uh, story arc, we're just going to do two movies instead of a new season. And everyone was like, okay, that's an interesting choice. Uh, So we were kind of comparing all, because at at this point, Crystal is sort of a a reboot of Sailor Moon, Mm -hmm. but it follows the manga, the comic book that it's based on more closely than the 90s series did. So we were kind of going... Comparing, contrasting. Uh, when oh, we were in cool. the first season, we got to talk about the live action series as well, which is actually my favorite version of Sailor Moon. Cool. Um, is Tokusatsu. Um, Question which, for you. Question. Yeah. Do you think Hollywood is ready to take on a live action Sailor no, Moon? No, I ever? don't ever want to say it. Never, really? ever. Mm-mm. Really? No. What if? Okay, if it was to the li- happen, who would you want to do it? Mm. Um, yeah, who would you? Who would you want to be the person in charge? Do you? Do you, can you think of somebody, or who would who you want needs to, to be at the helm? Yeah. You. I think that the creator of Sailor Moon, Nako Takeuchi, might have something to say about that. She has a very, very tight leash on it now because she was not thrilled with the 90s anime. Mm. Uh, They made a lot of changes that she didn't really like. So, That's fascinating. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's Good. really interesting. So she was a lot more involved with the live action series. So I would say whoever made the live action series, I would love for them to just do it again yeah. and have it be Japanese um, yeah. and just give them a budget. Yeah. Because yeah. they did this they did this show for like no budget at all. And awesome. all things considered, it's pretty great. I mean, you know, it's like a Super yeah. Sentai thing, but with Sailor Moon. That's awesome. Um, Super Sentai is Power Rangers, if you guys don't know. Uh, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> I do now. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> uh, but uh, so now we have started up uh, doing a new series of episodes. So myself and Kelby, one of my co-hosts, we are doing Magical Girl History Lessons. So we are starting at the conception of the Magical Girl genre and Which going through uh, the 1960s. 60s. What? Yeah. Oh. Yep. Well, 50s actually, uh, because Princess Knight, which is largely considered to be the very first shoujo manga, so mm-hmm. manga that's for girls between mm-hmm. about, you know, 12 and 17, let's mm-hmm. say. Um, maybe a little younger. But uh, the 50s, dang. Yeah, 50s. Uh, but Princess Knight is sort of the prototype for what would become the magical girl sort of formula. Mm-hmm. Uh, though. Sally the Witch is largely considered to be the first magical girl anime. Okay. Uh, though there's a manga called Himitsuno Akochan, so Akochan's Secret that predates that. So we just we released our episode about Sally the Witch and Himitsuno Akochan, and then uh, about Sally the Witch and uh, Princess Knight, and then our next episode is Himitsuno Akochan and another one that's loosely based on Little Mermaid. So. I would be so curious to listen to that. I want yeah. to it because that is a genre I know nothing yeah, about. It's, uh, it's, I learned it's, so much just now. Yeah, it's pretty It's pretty fun. <laughs> We're having the, a lot of fun doing it. What is it, the so. most famous or your favorite example of an American franchise oh, thing that easy. fits into that? Steven Universe. Okay. Magical Girl franchise, mm-hmm. Steven Universe. So good. Cool. You just finished Gravity Falls. Yes. Have oh, you done Steven yeah. Universe yet? It's very, no. Ugh. Okay. It's yeah. amazing. Is that the same it's great. people? Mm. No, it's not. Okay. Uh, no, Steven Universe uh, is created by Rebecca Sugar, who is who a- Who is on Adventure Time? Uh, she did work on Adventure Time, yeah, cool. but she is just mm-hmm. awesome and uh, draws a lot of influence from various anime mm-hmm. series, but definitely yeah. has a very strong magical girl influence to it. Keller's so. also nice. currently re-watching Avatar The Last Airbender, uh, which is the best. I love so, Avatar so, The Last so Airbender. So I, I, though I tend to re-watch Legend of Korra more often cool. because I- you're old. Just, I'm older, and I and I just relate For to us. 
the yeah. character of Korra. That's great. So, so J.K. much. Simmons. Tension. Yeah, he's so, so good. good. So good <laughs> um, yeah, so so Love and Justice, my Sailor Moon podcast. Check it out. We're doing Magical Girl right. History Lessons right now. You can find us in the iTunes store if you look for Love and Justice. And uh, yeah. also be sure to watch uh, Emma on a show called Pencils and Parsec <laughs> Wednesday at 8 p.m. Yes. on twitch.tv slash hyperrpg. It is a Star Wars role-playing game. It is a Star Wars role-playing game. And you're the captain. I am the captain. The captain is best captain. <laughs> That's a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Yeah, Bert, Bert's, uh, Bert's great on he's, that. A very very good. Do you communicate GM. with Bert more? I don't. Talk, I don't communicate with him at all. Oh, I just. I'm like. I just let him do whatever you know. But like, uh, I, just, I never. I never communicate with him. Some background. Yeah, but. I don't communicate with him in terms of trying to steer sure. the direction that my story is going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I did give him a lot of background information <laughs> on my character <laughs> yeah, you when did. he talks about yeah, me having a Wikipedia article, basically yeah. uh, about Kalara's past. He's not joking. Yeah, but I because my sort of point of view was I wanted to give him a lot of material to potentially work with. And if it comes into play at some point, it does. And if it ends up being inconsequential and it's just part of something that's in my head that helps, helps me you. as helps you, yeah. uh, develop the character, then that so be it. So be it. Yeah. So be it. So be it. Guys, next week we are watching the movie Jailhouse Rock. Jailhouse Rock. From 1957. Our guest is going to be Marina Mastro. She's a comedian, uh, an improviser, performer, actor. She is hilarious. It's going to be so much fun. I've never seen Jailhouse Rock. Me neither. Never I've seen, never seen Elvis an Elvis film. movie. No. So one ah. of them, at least one of them got on there. I've never, Super have you seen Jailhouse pumped. Rock? I've seen Jailhouse Rock, yeah. Cool. What are your I, thoughts? I think you guys are all fun. Yeah, it's okay. here for a treat. It's fun. Especially after it's, Superman Returns. Yeah, I, listen, after Superman Returns, okay. it's going to be real fun. Okay, Is he more of a creep or less of a creep than Superman? Mm. Elvis? He doesn't have x-ray vision. Subject to powers. interpretation. Yeah, it's true. He doesn't have x-ray vision, so, yeah. <laughs> but he shakes his hips a lot more. He, he sure does. does. He gyrates it. He gets them going. <laughs> gyrates them. Oh, boy. Um, all right. And so, uh, oh, the last thing is um, Jailhouse Rock, if you're listening, is not as far as I know, streaming anywhere, but you can like rent it on the various platforms for like two or three bucks. Uh, so you guys have a week to get it. Or like me, request that shit for Netflix through the mail, baby. It's coming. It's, <laughs> it's on its coming way. Soon. It's coming it. soon. Later this week. Just sent back Superman 2. We're ready for Jailhouse Rocks. <laughs> so thank you guys for listening to the 500 Greatest Films podcast. Uh, thank you again, Emma, for being on the show. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Glad to be here. Uh, we'll have to have you back and we'll watch a better movie. Yeah, we can watch <laughs> okay. a good movie. Yeah, Great. yeah good sounds movie good. Next time. All right, we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.